Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to this training camp edition of That's Your Opinion with the man, the myth, the legend, Fred Smoot, along with, I don't know, what uh, what Monica could we give Amish? She's not a legend. He's not, <laughs> he's not. You got you to gotta, you gotta earn, earn it, right, Chief? That's good. You do have to earn that. Yeah, yeah. His, I have not earned year, that. No. His seven-year plan at Syracuse doesn't quite earn him that. Nope. Which is nice. And uh, my name is Tick Hernandez, and uh, we come to you uh, mostly every each each and every week as an inside joke. Um, all right, as you guys know, at the end of July is here, but great month for sports. It has been, and it's going to continue. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. The NBA Finals now done, and the MLB heading to the second half of the season. There's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, by the way, there are tons of futures and props you can wager on as well. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information on your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. You can actually bet on whether or not Fred Smoot will get a new battery in his smoke detector. Yeah. How many, how many weeks does it take before it dies completely? Are I forced to change it? What's the odds on that? We'll get back to that story later on in our podcast. <laughs> Uh, Fred has been down in Richmond, where it is hot as Hades down there. Yes, yes, yes. So from what you've seen in the early, and I know it's early, and it's like 3,000 players in uniform, and you've been mm-hmm. through this many years of your life. Um, anything that stuck out to you as far as initial battles or a guy where you just went, oh, look at that. What, what's mm. going on there? Yeah. First of all, training camp is one of those things where uh, it's everybody's excited to be back. I remember those days you're excited to be back until like that third day when that body <laughs> starts to break down. Chick, don't 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 forget now. When I did two days, we was really practicing two times a day. Correct. You got real They walk through the second one these days. They don't practice yeah. as hard as we did when I right. first got here with Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, I didn't, after my training camp with him, I didn't even know if I wanted to play football. No more. <laughs> I'm telling you that now because we almost was there almost a month. We was there 20 plus days. We was in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, we was doing Oklahoma drills. And oh, he no. Was, he was doing goal line and he was putting me at middle linebacker to see oh. how all kinds of things were done that I was like, this is this is totally different. And don't forget, I'm a rookie, so I'm taking the blunt of the uh, the, the, the 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 hazing from the veterans in different ways. So you're losing sleep on it because they didn't threw my mattress out of my window onto the ground. Who threw so the mattress? Did you ever find uh, out? Bruce, Bruce Smith did it to me. Oh, I know who did, he did it to me. Uh, yeah, of course he did. But see, that tells you a lot about rookies too, what veterans attract to you. Now, they, now they, they, they might be messing with you, but they, they only going to mess with the people they like. So okay. now what I seen down here was a, I seen a team and I ain't, that's, that's why I ain't going to get into players early. Okay. I seen a team all on the same page with a all business military style regiment. Okay. So that tells you like if the, the first guy that's in the drill, 
And the fifth guy in the drill looks the same technique wise when they doing these drills. Right. That says a lot about how they go about doing things. Also, the way they attack drills, the mentality is all competition. You know what? We've sit here and said all off season. How about we add another wide receiver? How about we add another wide receiver? Hey, we ain't got no room for another wide receiver. Okay. Do people not understand with Curtis Samuels coming? Mm-hmm. He he's that switch arm and knife. He right. lines up everywhere. Terry McLaurin is your number one. Don't forget, I think we forget about guys like AGG. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to realize Cam Sims has more than earned a spot on this roster. Have you it? got Kevin Harmon. Don't forget yeah. you got De'Ami Brown, who you just drafted. And You're don't right. forget you got Steven Sims. All right. Oh, oh, don't forget this. Oh, I signed a veteran by the name of Adam Humphreys. All right. So how many of these guys is going to make this team? We're going to have to cut a quality receiver or two. All right. Right. That's just how deep the wide receiver room is. And I tell you this about that quarterback battle. Most people don't look at it as a battle. Oh, it's right. a battle. Is it? It's a battle. You can't you can't tell when one of them is not in the game. They play so similar. Now, the one thing I can say about Fitz is he's he just letting it go. You can tell when a veteran has made it to this zen. Right. He's got this Phil Jackson-like zen. So he literally just let the ball out of his hands, knowing where he going to go pre-snap, knowing how I'm going to put the ball, where I'm going to put the ball, who am I going to, who is my wide receiver going against? Do I need to throw it back shoulder? Do I need to throw it front shoulder? Do I need to throw it to the sideline? Do I need to throw it out of bounds so he can lean out of bounds and catch the ball? Mm. He, so he's already mentally there, but Heineke is soaking it all in and goes in and makes the same the same good reads in the same plays, it's going to be a tougher battle there. But when it comes to this this group and these guys, I love this defense. I can't stop looking at it. Yeah. I, I literally, I can't stop. Like, literally, the front, you remember I've always said, Chick, that it always starts with the guys that smell like bacon. All right? They smell like the bacon. Guys. That's the they title smell. of uh, this podcast, by the way, Sai. <laughs> when they smell like bacon. Right. Hey, listen, I always say that. So I say build from the trenches out. Now, I remember from a team we built from the outside in, and we had a defensive back front that looks like the front on this team fathers the, the D-line. Mm-hmm. I remember in a defensive back room, it's me, Carlos Rogers, D'Angelo Hall, Sean Springs, uh, LeRon Landry, uh, Ryan Clark, uh, Sean, I mean Sean Taylor. Like sure. this is this is magical the things we could do. And mm-hmm. Greg knew it. Greg, like, all right, well, that's our strength. We got to play mostly these guys right. and figure out because the front didn't match us. All right. They didn't match as far as did we have pass rushes uh all over the place. Did we weren't we weren't blessed in the in the front end like the back end? But this one is blessed in the front end. Sure. Now, don't forget about these defensive backs. The defensive backs and the linebackers was looking good. So that allows everybody to play. And that's why I think this team is going to be a good team. Like, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm constantly saying 11 and 6, 10 and 7. Yeah. I mean, on paper, they look spectacular. Uh, obviously, what some of the guys did last year and Chase Young and Montez, what, what they did uh, on the corners, it's going to be something to behold if, if Jack Del Rio, and I know he will use them correctly because he did last year. We've had these coordinators who haven't used personnel to their best ab- their abilities mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. But we saw Del Rio last year kind of use those guys. And I'm <laughs> sure- Green Oh, sorry. Mm. Oh, that was did, did you sneeze? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I did. Stupid. Consume tight. Yeah. The, only, the greatest thing that Greg Blosh ever said was on our air when he said, we look like the north end of a southbound skunk out there. That was the <laughs> best line ever on our postgame show. And I thought, and, you know, you, first off, you got to take you, you think for a second. Wait. Oh, oh, I know what he's saying. Yeah. Anus. You look like an anus. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, this defense does look uh, very strong. I hope, you know, and pray that, you know, everybody stays healthy. And to that end um, is one of the issues that is with this Washington football franchise. And by the way, we did get some sort of clarification from Jason Wright, who joined uh, Darren Haynes uh, from Channel mm -hmm. 9 yesterday or, or two days ago and said that Washington Football Club will not be the name. But he came out and said that that will not be the name. Now, is he telling the truth? I don't know, but well, I don't it. think I, I don't think the guy wants to start off a relationship with a fan base with lies. Now, the one thing okay. you don't want to do if you want a good, strong relationship, and this to you to do you side, you need to listen to this since you're finna be the new married man at the bunch. All right, the one thing you don't you don't want to pause it with stuff that you have to keep up. See, that's the one thing about a lie you have oh, to yeah. continue to maintenance it. And see, me, I'm not a good liar. I forget too quick, huh? Right? So I said, no lying for me. Now he wants to keep his relationship strong. I don't think he go about that way of doing it. I okay. think he's slowly xing things out. Okay. And I think sure. they're watching the posts of the fan base. And every time, listen to me, every time I go on IG, on somebody's Washington page, every time I go on Twitter, all I see is wolves and red wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm telling you this. It's universally the most, I was in Richmond and all I heard was, hope it's wolves or red wolves, all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, nothing else do I hear on a constant, right? but that right. one. They, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the franchise can't help but feel that post. Sure. They can't help but feel that post. No question. And, and understand, all right, well, we knew this fan base wasn't gonna like whatever name we picked because mm -hmm. it ain't the old name. Right. But they seem to be warming up to this one. And then not only do I get a stamp from a guy that I had to try to sell on it on the early show that we did in uh in the offseason with me, him, and Julie, where I was talking to Coach Rivera, and we was talking about the name, and I just kept selling them on Red Wolves. And then you hear him come out and say, yeah. I feel like the Red Wolves lost some steam. And so that's the name I like. Like, so... You got the coach vouching for you. Sure. As you slowly X out Warriors, <laughs> football club, all right, you, you, you're smashing it down. All yeah. right, so I no like the slow approach. And I also think it builds the anticipation. Sure. Until they're going to get to a list that only has one name on it. And we ain't going to know for like two months after they didn't just said no, wow. no, no, no. This is it. I like the I like the anticipation. I like the way they're handling it. I love the fact of watching video of Jason Wright out at camp, meeting and greeting the folks, you know, doing the electric slide, all of that stuff, right? Because that was not something that was done with the prior regime, Bruce Allen. Uh, yeah. this, the Richmond mayor came out and said, we have a really positive relationship with the organization now. Yeah. And they say yeah. that, right? That means that it was mm -hmm. shit before, and yeah. we kind of know uh, <clears throat> Bruce Allen. Uh, we're all uh, we're coughing up, we're better, coughing up names better, now. You, you have to say you better watch that code, Magazine. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sorry. Uh, so the 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 only negative uh, I think right now in camp is that the the Washington franchise I think right now is 
when it comes to vaccinations is the worst team, lowest and, rated and, and team. And I just, I just don't understand this. I just don't. This is, this is don't. So it pisses believe, you off. I, I totally believe in free will, but I also believe in the, uh, the pressure of my marketplace. All right. right, right. If, I'm, if, if I'm a doctor right now saying that I'm, I'm about to help people. That's my job. Mm-hmm. The first thing I got to do is get vaccinated. I, is it? Do I have a choice as a doctor? No. I'm going to no. be seeing people that I don't want to get sick. You're, pretty, you're right? protecting. You're protecting. Thousands yeah. of them. I, so I'm going to tell you, son, you got to perform in front of 80,000 breathing down on you. Some vaccinated, some not. Right. You're going to put yourself in jeopardy. You're going to put your team in jeopardy. You're going to put your family in jeopardy just for you can rebel. Because a lot of this is just rebelling. Well, that's just idiotic. I've heard the- so many, uh, so many just conspiracy theories. Oh, oh they're going to put a chip in us. Oh, they ain't had time to uh, uh, test it right. Well, I'm sorry. We ain't had that luxury. We was, The whole world had shit down. We ain't had a luxury of time. I'm Here's sorry, my- we ain't had two years to figure this one out. <laughs> so I just, all I'm saying, if I was there, I would feel a certain way, because I already got back, I would probably feel a certain way with the guy that didn't, because that means on this run we finna try to make. Yeah. You can come up missing at any time, and it has nothing to do with what already take us out. It's injuries. Right. They don't have nothing to do with that. Right. They gonna have the fact that you said, no, I'm just going to do it. Well, and I think that some has to do with youth too. How would you how would you have such a youthful team and you know how the youth feel about it? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's leaning because all of the grown up older players, they protecting too much at home to be taking something into their household that they know can hurt everybody in the household. So it's um, two different mindsets. It's two I, different yeah. mindsets in there. And I think that's where we are losing about it because the younger guys, you know, when you're young. You're alpha, you feel invincible. You know mm-hmm. how it is. Mm-hmm. Like they say, the worst person that drive a sports car is a 23-year-old. Right? You just don't do it. It's too much adrenaline. You can't let them turn on that young Jeezy and drive their sports car. <laughs> it's going to go over 100 more than it's going to stay under 100. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree with all of that. And so I want to ask you, Fred, how would you as a player, honestly, because I know how I would feel in this situation, mm-hmm. but how would you feel – if week five, the few people on your team who are unvaccinated have a breakout and the game gets forfeited, everyone and you don't get your game check, how would you feel? And how would you how would you go about dealing with the, the people who caused that? Hey, we, we paint. Uh, I want you to re-say those magic two words. Did you say game check? Yep. My game check? Mm. Right, listen to me. Now you, you're messing with the church's money. And that one thing you don't do with veterans, right? They, they, they got more days on the outside than the inside left in their career. They oh. have no time to be missing checks. Not only are we missing checks, we just fought for the game that we could have won. All right? You don't know till you get out there and play it. You didn't give us a chance to play it. It's going to be a divide in the locker room. So you're telling me Fitzmagic going to feel the same way Montez Sweat feels. Mm. No, he's just not. He's just not. So... At the end of the day, a John Allen ain't gonna feel that way. All right? He's just not. A newly signed John Allen. A, a newly signed John Allen, by the way. Congratulations, Washington. About time you start to retain your talent. Right. 
Like, cause this always been our problem. Guess what? We one of the best drafting teams of all time. We've drafted two Hall of Fame cornerbacks and one Champ Bailey and Daryl Green. Like, mm-hmm. we drafted LeVar, who was actually should be a Hall of Famer. We used him right. Right. right? Uh, Correct. Correct. Chris Samuels. Like, like we draft Sean Taylor. We drafted one of the best safety, if not the best safety of all time. Like, we draft at a high level. We retain at a low level. Very low. Yeah. All right. So, Curtis Samuel, Matt Ionitis, Chris Miller are on the COVID uh, list, reserve COVID list right now. Um, and what's and Ron Rivera has come out and said, man, I am frustrated with these dudes. I'm going to have a talk because he's immune deficient. He's got to worry about his own damn what's going on with him. And I, and as you've been talking about, it's going to piss off a lot of players on that squad. What did you think when the league said, Hey, by the way, if you get caught with COVID and you got to forfeit, that's, I mean, we're going to make you forfeit the game. We just talked about a little bit, but the league coming out kind of without the NFLPA going, wait, wait, what, wait, what? But hey, hey. A move, what do you pressure. think? Applying the correct pressure. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, to those who like concerts, my favorite, if I could go see Al Green right now, I wouldn't hesitate, lie. But mm-hmm. if you tell me Al Green ain't vaccinated, <laughs> I'm not going to see Al Green. Right. Do right. you understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, got so, you. That's what I'm saying. So that's a performer. Guess what a football player is? You a performer. You are an entertainer. All right? And this is what I'm going to tell you. It's, it's un, something you go unspoken in the workplace. Uh, this is also when it come up to contract time. That Listen to me. This could affect things when it come up to your contract time. Like how you, how you handle situations that's what football is situations of crisis on the field how do you handle those how do you handle them off the field i'm just saying as a person that has lived it i wouldn't hesitate to go get vaccinated simply because i got 50 other three brothers in here yeah that i am not trying to put it harm's way yeah. that's if i can get any message out to them this don't be selfish in this one because guess what you be selfish when we got a four for three games you know, you'll be selfish when uh, your best, one of your teammates uh, contracted from you and take it home to his kid. All mm-hmm. right, so uh, watch out for each other. That's what a team is, right? And if you tell us this is the best approach for everybody to be safe, why would I go left? Why would I want to be the anti-dude? And for what reason? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So look, Washington football team has got their training camp going. It's going well. Um, and we, we cross our fingers that nobody comes out of there too bumped and bruised. Speaking of, uh, but who's calling me now? Whatever. Um, well, speaking of uh, guys who handle stuff off the field well, one Aaron Rodgers. And if you, if you do nothing else and you haven't done it, you need to go back and look at his three-minute and 34-second press conference. No, in which he it was laid 30, it, out. it was 30 minutes. Well, the minute, yes, but his opening statement was this, yeah. this, and it was it was as good as it could have been. You know, there's always been when guys either hold out or, or create doubt, it always comes back to some written bullshit statement, um, you know, and some some stupid excuse. 
he just laid it out there and said, basically, I wasn't treated well, not the way I should have been treated, the way I wanted to be treated. He called out the GM, not by name, but it, certainly you knew he was talking about. Um, it was, I just thought he laid it out yeah. there. I just, to, to listen to an athlete, and you talked about uh, uh, Fitzpatrick and how he's in that zone, right, when he's releasing the ball. Aaron Rodgers, during that press conference, was in his zone. It was, here it is, I'm not going to BS you. This is what it is. This is what I was thinking. And they didn't come through on this end. So screw that. I thought about getting the hell out. And that's what it is. But I'm here now and I'm going to ball out because that's what I do. I thought it was spectacular. Um, and, and if you're a Green Bay Packer in that locker room, you have no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is playing alongside you. Not, not you know, anything else. It was a verbal grenade. <laughs> All right. Uh, he blew the front office up. One Smoostradamus has been saying for the last nine years, Green Bay is an organization, is the enigma in the room. Green Bay is the organization, is the most underachieving organization that gets global love than anybody I've seen. Green Bay has had 30 plus 35 continuous. Like, first of all, when I say continuous, I mean back to back Hall of Famers, right? 30 years. They got two Super Bowls. Two. Yeah. One by each quarterback. That means you managed only to win Super Bowls 17% of the time of each Hall of Famers career. Right. You stink. All right. You <laughs> stink. You, you, you're literally Tom Brady has let the Tampa Bay Bucks catch up with Green yeah. Bay yeah. in the last 35 plus years. Tom Brady making it two Super Bowls for Tampa. It's the same amount that Green Bay has. All right. Now you know what uh New England did with some Hall of Fame quarterback, because they ain't had but one. You know, Tampa ain't had but one Hall of Fame quarterback, right? You know, this is what I'm saying. Some guys, some organizations are propped up for the greatness. Now, the one thing we know about Green Bay, and this is the reason I think Aaron wants to leave. Nobody, he sat up there and said, I am the only reason that free agents come here. That's right. There's nowhere to live. Not a, it's not a vacation destination. Nope. It's literally nobody that I know played for Green Bay actually bought a house, but Brett Favre <laughs> and Aaron Because as soon as the season over, they're gone. Now, what did that tell you for your afterlife in sports? Right. Oh, you have no afterlife in sports. All right. You gonna not live there. in Green Bay? No, no it don't enough. come with that built in. And Aaron wants the city he can attach to. For the afterlife, that's actually a city, not Papa Smurfs Village. Right? Right. Actually, a city. So, in saying this, I feel Aaron 100%. You couldn't get no more clear or honest. Correct. Right? He laid he it out. Cut, hey, they cut yeah. a lot of guys that I didn't feel like need to be cut. That was a winning. He listed 10 guys. He listed 10 oh. guys that they mistreated. Yeah, you don't ever hear a player come out and say that. Jordan Nelson is the one that really hurt him. Jordan yep. Nelson and Charles Wilson is the one that really hurt him. Now, yeah. not only that, he feels like, oh, and plus I've been slighted because they never asked for my input. I Zero. think if I was doing this 16 years, 
You ask for my input. But guess what? It's a mythos to the Green Bay underachieving Packers. Every 16 years, those Hall of Famers <laughs> leave. Every 16. Mm-hmm. This is 16 for Aaron. Huh? Brent Favre yeah. left at 16. Huh? Bart Starr, 16. Yeah. Huh? I got you. Uh, uh, by the way, let's all let's all just feel real bad for uh, Carson Wentz. Got a foot injury out indefinitely for the Colts. That guy cannot catch a break. It's who? I, I, can I ask you this? Yes. Is Carson Wentz? Is he this generation's Jeff George? No. You know why he's not? Because Jeff George was a poison. Jeff no, George. Had you all you the know Carson talent. Wentz was hated in Philadelphia locker room. Hated. Really. Because they didn't why? like him. You didn't hear all the stuff coming out about it. They say he was attitudeish. He wasn't like one of the guys. They huh. ne- that's why they that's why Nick okay. already did better. Right. Well, with Carson, at least it didn't come out on the microphone to the public. With Jeff George, he, he literally would say after a game, I don't know what happened. That guy didn't catch the ball. He was like, he was a cancer. A cancer. What about injury. Jay Cutler? Is he this year's? I mean, this generation's Jay I'll Cutler. I'll give you well. I, I, Jay Jay was tougher. Jay was tougher than, than Carson Wentz. Jay Jay was. I can't tougher. say he's t- he not tough because things are breaking now. This is yeah. it's a contact sport. Yeah, and you know things happen. Well, man, you're in. But all, all I'm saying is this: high end talent. This, don't forget this. This guy is three years, four years removed from being the MVP of the league. I know. How soon do we? How so do we forget now? How do, like, how do we forget now? How do you go from that? Does he got the yips? Is that what he has? Do he maybe, has the yips? Maybe he has the twisties like Simone Biles. That's what they call the yips. Yeah. 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 We'll get to Simone in a second. Um, a lot of guys leaving town, Fred. A lot of guys leaving town. And just I it's not, I somebody got pissed at me yesterday. So Russell Westbrook's going back home, going to the to the lakes. That right? was a the brief Lakers. relationship. That was so brief. So Why brief. You, I said, I tweeted it, out, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Maybe he's like, oh, what do you I was like, well, I said. Because it was too brief for me. I I wanted to see. I never got a chance to even play in person because of the pandemic and all this bullshit. Yeah. I wanted to see him play, but since he's not going to be here, but you know, for one year, don't see you later. So now he's with LeBron. He's with Anthony Davis. That's their version of the big three, which we've yeah. talked about wanting to have it here. Uh, Lakers also. I don't. Know, this deal is ridiculous. The Lakers get a, I think the two twenty four second round pick and the two and the twenty twenty eight second round pick. Uh, Wizards get Kyle Kuzma and the greatest name in basketball, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, Montez, Montrez Harrell, uh, and the 22nd pick, which they used last night on Gonzaga's Corey Kispert. Um, it's a, and I hear through the grapevine that they actually want to trade Kuzma and Montez Harrell to the Nets for, for Spencer Dunwitty. Hmm. Would yeah, like I, just, hey, listen, I'm a, hey, I'm a Laker fan, all right? Okay. And the really? one thing that I feel is Kuzma has constantly underachieved. Okay. Can he do uh, it here? Uh, uh, no. No. And now the pressure's back on Bradley Beal, who will be I, here. I think, I think Kuzma's ceiling. I think his ceiling is Otto Porter. I think his floor. Ugh. I just don't know. I just because you know you can tell when, but you know what? Maybe leaving LA, maybe is good for a guy like Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we'll go back to the cities and what you how you can handle the cities. LA far different than DC. Uh, so we we wave goodbye to Russell Westbrook. 
Um, and then there's a baseball team called the Washington Nationals. Oh, hate, hate, hate. It's mm. the business. And you played at a very high level in professional football. It is the part of the business that I hate. We grew to love and respect Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Grit, his determination. When he got on the mound, it was just balls to the wall. Never let us down. Yelling at correct, right? And just, you know, when he got pissed off the umpires, it was great. Awesome this yeah. year when they're trying to check his glove and his hat. So he's gone to the L, uh, L.A. Dodgers along with this one hurts yeah, probably more. Trey Turner, because Trey's got a long career left. Um, and left fielder Kyle Schwarber headed to Boston. Um, so I'm not sure what the learners are doing. Um, Is this, what's this a cash though? What's this trying to open up the books? To sign big contracts to the youth, to the one Soto's of the world. All right. Well, I, well, if they don't sign Soto now, then they should be banned from that, baseball. I, that's why I'm asking you. Why? Yeah. It makes no logical other way uh, to move Soto. Uh, you shouldn't want to. Right. Uh, you just shouldn't. They're but getting you prospects. Look down the line and you say, you know what? I'd rather pay one a season earlier than a season late. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, I mean they're gonna get they're getting two prospects who baseball regards as highly regarded prospects, um, and so we'll, we'll see. They get a catcher, uh, Kiebert Ruiz, and a right-handed pitcher, uh, Josiah Gray, um, but it's not Scherzer, it's not Trey Turner, who again we've come to watch him play, and just it's just you know it's been fun to watch. And Scherzer was very very eloquent uh, last night talking about look we want a Nash we want a we want a World Series title. You'll never take that away from me. I have great memories of Washington, D.C. But, you know, I, he actually played a whole lot more than I, you know, I forgot how long he's been here. Um, and just, you know, sitting down with a guy. You just, you know, you love honest athletes. Again, no BS about Max Scherzer. Um, it's just, it, it, but it's, and, and the fact that they knew it was coming, you know, they knew it was coming. You know, you're playing, you know it's coming. And it's, well, all I heard the uh, two days ago was uh, Max Scherzer's final time in, in the Nats uniform. You're like, Boy, this is depressing. I'm out. You, hey, the athletes see it's so much surreal for us. We get a call 10 minutes later, the news drops. Right. You know, well, most of the time, some guys find out via social media, which is stupid. Oh, oh most definitely. You could be taking a walk in the park and find out that you, you're going to Kansas City. What, uh, so, okay, so take me through when you uh, were told by what happened with you in Washington going to Minnesota? All right, it was free agency time. Okay. Now we we was in negotiations all year long. With now Washington. the problem was uh, yes, the problem okay. was our negotiation was about an EBT card because we didn't have no money to give nobody. Meaning an we EBT card. Oh yeah, that's what the people in the ghetto use the food stamp card. Okay. See, you know, I grew up in the ghetto. That's how. Yes, it is. I understand. I understand. <laughs> all right. So what I'm saying is. We had no money. And then we got free agency. We got guys like me, Antonio Pierce, all of us that came in together. And we're trying to keep the band together. Mm -hmm. But with us paying guys that's not even on the roster, we were so far under the cap that they just couldn't make legit offers to none of us. Right. So I was like, okay, I test the water in free agency. But I just really, I was focusing on staying here. So I was thinking about signing a short-term two-year deal, three-year deal. Mm-hmm. Something that I knew was going to be negotiated once we got some more cap flexibility. Right. But then, you know, Buzz Cook is an agent. He's like, Fred, let me just tell you now. 
you got to remember how many variables before you even got here. You just got to seize the moment. Right. So I literally started to talk to a couple of teams at Pittsburgh. I hate to say it. I think Dallas was reaching out. But my first stop was Minnesota. And when I got there, they made it clear. Mike Tice and the rest of them, they was not trying to let me leave. They were still a free agent. Really? So the negotiation started back and forth, back and forth. And of course, I didn't leave there. As if I left there as a Viking. Right. Okay, so 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 here here's the thing, because you know, we in the media, we we talk to agents sometimes. We have the relationship with the players, and we're kind of getting some intel. But so you're in Minnesota. You're in a hotel room. Is Bus Cook there with you? Is he somewhere else? And are you just sitting by the phone or getting text going? All right, here's the latest offer. What's going on? All right, uh, I'm pretty hands on, and and that's what I used to do with Bus because I like to learn anything that I'm doing. Sure. So I was like, just keep giving me updates because they had these days when they negotiate way more than they negotiate, you know, other days. Right. So of course, prior to me getting there, Bus was talking like, this is, I think they willing to go this much, ditch much, they'll give you this much. And I'm like, all right, how much guarantee? Now they negotiate over will be this much. So by the time I make it there, we do some, you know, interviews, go out to eat. Mm-hmm. I wake up the next day, they're like, nah, we want you to stay another day. We, you know, work okay. this stuff out. So I'm there. So I would literally talk the bus, go back in the room, talk to them, go outside, talk to the bus. Oh <laughs> so I took, I, I was very hands-on in mm-hmm. my own stuff. So then uh, that's how the, it got did so quick. Now the instant restaurant one, when I got myself traded back to Washington, right. that was all me. Like I had already a deal with them in negotiations. So I went right back upstairs and dealt with them again. Right. And just, I had a heart to heart with them, told them that, hey, I enjoyed my two years here. I just want to get the best out of me and I need to be truly happy to do that. And I'm truly happy in Washington, DC. Right. Uh, and they were like, well, what are you asking? You want to trade or something? So I like, yeah, I want to trade. He's like, uh, can you make that happen? Uh, you Have you talked to them? And I had already talked to Coach Gibbs. Right. Because me and Coach Gibbs, we always text. Mm-hmm. And I was just told him, I won't come home. He was like, well, work that on your end. You know how I feel on my end. Right. So I literally went up there, talked to them for like two hours in the Vikings. I was trading back to Washington the next day. Wow. Like, so I kind of maneuver my own, trying to, I like to seize the moment, take care of my own. So sure. yeah. I went up there and I, I made, and so I think it was more interesting coming back because I had to literally negotiate the trade <laughs> and I was dealing with both <laughs> sides and familiar with both sides. Does the bus cook get the same percentage, even though you negotiated well, the nah, deal? We worked out, we worked out a lower percentage because like I said, because I was so hand up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's the most important thing in a player's contract? The language, they forget the numbers, right? The numbers are what they are. It's all about the language in it. Any small, fine print. Mm-hmm. If this happened, this happened, this happened. You remember small things like Big Ben being threatened by his team after the motorcycle accident because it's in fine print. You ain't right. supposed to be riding a motorcycle. Right. <laughs> These are the things that you need to know. All right, somebody like uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, where he loses his hands to the fireworks and it's in fine print, any internal 
injury suffered to your body could void really contract caused by yourself not football right yeah as long as it's not football related right did you have anything in your any language in your contract that you just you know when i do did mine i had perks little perks that i wanted to have in there that would just it made me feel one like okay these guys like me want me and and this is not a huge ask so i want these little things and i had little things in there um that was just my own quality of life um, so chick you one of those guys you a d but you wanted diet pepsi in your room you no. wanted uh fresh apricots in, in, in the room when you make it every day so no so the tweakers no. In there. i had like i had like um you know um um, when I played in, in pro-ams in, in golf pro-ams, you know, cause I was representing the co- the company. I was going to do work there, but you know, there's a certain fee that those guys, the, 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 the fans pay to be in those pro-ams. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to just go to the, the golf folks, Tigers folks and go, can I play for free? Mm-hmm. But so, you know, let's, let's negotiate a little, a little lower fee, but then that fees in my contract with Comcast Fortunate. It is, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know, when I play in these, you will give this to that organization. So it's a charitable donation for one, mm-hmm. but you know, that way we were kind of, and there's all the little things in there, but no diet Pepsi, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not like Steve Buck answer. I'd have wait, two wait, feather see, down get, pillows every road yeah, trip. They, they call escalators. And of course it's always escalators in contracts okay. Four, four plus interceptions, five plus interceptions, eight plus turnovers. Like it's escalators in your contract that right. can get you extra things. And when the team is trying to maneuver the cap in any kind of way to manipulate it, you will get a call into the office and say, hey, we owe you this next year. We finna go and guarantee you this. Uh, we finna guarantee uh, 800,000 of this right now. It lowers okay. the cap for them. Right, right, right. So uh, we're gonna turn it into a roster bonus for the first of April. Okay. Right? They go yeah. the difference in what happens in that room at different times. It depends on what they're trying to accomplish, who they're trying to sign to bring on the team. They'll mm-hmm. tell you how they manipulate the cap. And conversely, for those organizations that aren't really dealing from the truth, they'll look at those contracts and see, oh, he's got, if he plays 10 more plays, he gets the percentage. Yes. Let's have a chat Benching. with the coach. Bench, right? That's hap- that happens and it's ridiculous because then the yeah. agent goes, He'll just leak it out. Hey, by the way, my guy, if he played 10 more plays, would have made $500,000. But yeah. shockingly, he got benched for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's in BS. Uh, well, finally, usually, usually when something like that happened, though, the karma come back and the guy yeah. that you put in usually get hurt. So you're forced to put <laughs> the guy in and let and let him rush for them last 17 yards. Right, to get right. Because yeah, that's right. just bad faith um, negotiating. So like, when wait, they what? Do that, that's just bad faith at that point. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah! Oh, it's things. Oh, but it's it things. happens at a very high level. Very yeah, you never, you never forget it. Uh, final thing: the Olympics. Uh, they're going on right now. Um, forget the USA basketball. The the loss to France earlier. I don't give a crap about. Um, what I do give a crap about is something that I was was walking the other night, and I was on IG Live, and it was how the initial treatment, the initial reaction to Simone Biles uh, stepping back uh, from the all around competition, and if anybody watched the the video uh she said i got what they call the twisties and that's when you lose where you are in midair we're not talking four feet off the ground uh they're getting up to 10 and 12 feet high in the air off these off these flips and these vaults 
And my sister was a gymnast with Dominic Dawes back in the day. They grew up together. Um, um, and uh, you've seen now a bunch of gymnasts come out and say, uh, this is a real thing. And when it happens, it is terrifying. Um, and you don't know how long it's going to last. And for, it's like golfers yips, but not nearly as dangerous. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy to see what's taken place in the days since, because, you know, you know, our country, you know, social media, the knee jerk reaction. That I, and I said, we got a bunch of fat guys on, on a, on a couch eating potato bags of potato chips, bitching at Simone Biles for backing out and they're calling her weak. And I'm going, well, you're just, you're just stupid. And they um, never accomplished anything. They never, never had the, the, the intestinal fortitude to, to perform in front of 50,000 live in a right. million. You, you ain't got to go. See, that's what I hate about some fandom. All right? Some mm -hmm. fandom goes too far. That's why they call fanatics. All right? you, you can't love a sport more than you love your life and the people that's in it that you share it with. You mean you're taking it too serious. Right. Right? So at the end of the day, I was one of those people didn't even think we needed this Olympics. Take that money huh. and, and and put it into help curing everybody on this earth. Like yeah, but what about I, yeah, but what about those guys who've been working for and now man, five years? What, we all we all. What about the people that missed the whole year of work? I we yeah. all just went through something that was different. Sure. I don't, I do not care. push it back a year or two again. Like all I'm saying is you're gonna do it in the middle of a pandemic. It's turning out to be the worst Olympics. I haven't even tuned into it. Really? What channel? What time? There's a bunch it's too of hard to find. Yeah. It's the work. Like, I'm sorry. It's just ill placed, ill timed. Well, that sucks. That that part sucks. I mean, you literally because of social media. I know that Tooney Lee won the gold yesterday, long before I ever saw her performance. That the spoiler alert it ain't working. Okay, it sucks and. Yeah. When it's away, unless you're in the same time zone and seeing it live, it's 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 not nearly as fun. If you're one of those people who like drama and get in, can sit on a TV and, and watch most, the swim meet, most right? Forgettable Olympics <laughs> of all time. Most forgettable Olympics of all time. Your second more, headline. We the it's been more headlines truly mm -hmm. about the Olympics, about the dislike and disdain of it. Mm. Then it has been about, oh, did you see some this performance the other day? I can line up the stories with, with weed smoke and track. I like I can yeah. bring all the stories up the cardboard beds. I can bring uh these mm. people are disqualified because they texted for COVID. So now I get to the point and ask the question: is this the world's finest? We're watching. Because right. last time I checked, the world finest is on their couch, like me. All right. <laughs> so now. Not only do you saturate the product by not giving us the truly world's greatest, you put it at odd times and it has no star power. I will tell you this. I'll tell Luka you this. Dunch. That's it. Luca Lannister, the king slayer. <laughs> I, I, I called it on Luca. I'm not going to let, let you live that down. I told you. MVP by three. By three. Um, I watched. Finally, because you know that you know, getting ready for the second week, they're starting to do track, which is my favorite portion of the Olympics. But I guess because of whatever rule, uh, every country is allowed to enter. Um, you know, somebody in the 100. It, it could be in heat number 12, but they're in. So I'm watching heat number seven, and literally the announcers are like, "Well, none of these folks are going to be in the the finals or the semifinals." And I watched the race. 
and I, I fell off my damn chair because as soon as it started, one person just stood up out of the gates and then started to run. I'm like, what am I, what am I watching here? It was <laughs> I'm like, what is that? That looks like me running. That's that is horrible. And and then what's even better is watching them some finish, and you, you think the race is over. It's a hundred meters. And then out of the screen comes two more runners who are just now finishing. I'm like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Hey, hey, listen, it's the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not entertained. I understand. At the end of the day, it, I don't think it's the top one percent in the world. And that's why you watch the Olympics. Right. For the top one percent. I think now this one, we got a lot of secondary stories and a lot of secondary mm -hmm. athletes, guys that would be second, third if these other people was in this track. See, you can't take the star power out of it. You need these people that's almost guaranteed to win. You need Usain Bolt. You know why? Because right. I'm gonna tune in to see the Eva Empire dominate everybody. And I'm wondering, is that one underdog, that one Han right. Solo gonna pop out of somewhere well, and, and, and one up Luke Skywalker? I'm, I'm just wondering. Early in the Olympics, uh, what, what race was The Tunisian kid. He's in lane eight. Lane eight never wins. That mm -hmm. dude just went, um, I'm going to go ahead and win this thing. You guys follow my lead. And he was so excited. Those are the, those are the fun parts of the, of the Olympics. And there's one guy who's really, really going to benefit. It's a guy who's been hated by golf fans the last three years, and that's Patrick Reed, a guy who was sitting in a tournament and gets told on Saturday night, hey, listen, Bryson DeChambeau is out. He's tested positive for COVID. Do you want to go? And Patrick Reed didn't freaking hesitate. I'm in. What's it mean? It means that Sunday night, you got to get on a plane, go to Houston, get tested three times, and then get on a plane. You'll get in Wednesday. You mm. won't get a practice round. Oh, you no. got to go. You can look at the course via cart, and then you go play. And then he went and shot a 68, and he's, they call him Captain America. And his persona is going to change a little bit in our country's eyes because he did this. Right. He just said, I'm in. I'm all and he's got a brother in law who, who fought for our country. He's like, I'm in, man. This is it. Yeah. There's no hesitation. Whereas other guys like Brooks Kepka, who we like, we like his machismo. He said, I'm not gonna play. And then we got video of him dancing at a freaking concert. You're like, oh, so you you'll do that, but you won't play for your country in the sport of golf. It's but all see, BS. But see, that's why they give my boy DeChambeau so much. They just talk so much trash about my boy. But then everybody love Brooks Kepka. Well, yeah. what's, what's the difference? Because, because the difference is Brooks, you could be at a bar with Brooks Kepka and you'd have a great time talking shop, talking whatever. You get Bryson in there and you're just like, what is that dude talking about? That's the difference is that he doesn't, no. there's a thing there. I think it's a thing, we, right? Can we, can we talk about Dennis, this? He might be on the spectrum. It's a Dennis Rodman type of thing. I, he's going to come in the room, suck the air out the room. We've never had that type of character in golf. I, he's an intimidator. He's a habitual line stepper. He, 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 he yeah. literally has brought more talk about golf because usually golf talk is either very good or very bad. Right. Right? They either talking about some tragedy that happened or somebody winning a golf tournament. That's usually it. You don't usually have antics. All right. You don't right. usually have antics in golf. And now Shambo is that villain. All right. He is Thanos. All right. Listen to me. At the end of the day, he's the agitator. He's the one that's bringing making it more than just a game. And and if and if golf want to capitalize on having all this young talent, 
and having all these youthful eyes on it, you need these characters that bring different things to the table. Everybody can't be Opie from Mayberry. You need somebody <laughs> in there that's going to light some fire. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, uh, uh, he's fun to watch, but I, I think he, if it's either you, either you or somebody else I was talking about, we, I think Bryson's on the spectrum. There's a, there's a few things. He doesn't quite get social cues, uh, which no, is fine. Right? It's all intentional. It's you all, think that's intentional? You think, think everything he does is intentional? Some people cherish being well, the villain. Yeah. Like some, like some people embrace it. Mm -hmm. All right. You, you talked about Russ, uh, Russbrook. Well, you yeah. know one thing about Russ, he in, he loves being True. the yeah. villain. Yeah. Like some people just embraced it. And I think golf, Mr. Uh game of gentlemen. And scoundrels at the same time. <laughs> we ain't had no scoundrels. We ain't had no scoundrels. Somebody Until called Tiger Chuck a scoundrel. Daly. That's because Chuck Daly was a scoundrel. He but was. we've had no scoundrels. And Bryson, not only is he a scoundrel, but he don't even abide by your course rules. Usually people hit the ball this way. He say, forget it. I'm just going to go over the tree line. <laughs> over like, yeah. like, so he's he's doing it in his own way all the way around this spectrum. Olympics. We'll continue, as Fred said, the worst of all time. I will watch the track and field because that's always exciting. Um, I though I want to see somebody catch a javelin in the chest. That's just me. Um, for the Amish, guy are you? My goodness, Mark. That's it's. I have. Being a devil. I have a quick oh, question. Yeah. All right, Fred. How long is oh, it going no. to take for you to replace the batteries in your smoke detector? I'm so. You know how they say. You know how you go into like, I, I remember I used to go into my great auntie house and then I always asked my mama when we left out, why great auntie house stank like that? You know, she got her own smell by then. And, oh. But she's numb to the smell. Only we could smell it. You know, smell like she had chitlin curtains in here. All right, just didn't smell oh. Chitlin uh, curtains? So, <laughs> yeah, so my thing, my hearing has just blocked it, just mentally blocked it out, totally. Is it so, still going on? Oh, the whole yes. time. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, so since the last podcast, we're talking two weeks ago, <laughs> the, the smoke detector is still chirping. Yes. I, you know what? I look at it as a nervous tick from the house now. <laughs> Your kids are going to walk out and they're going to be, they'll be flinching every few seconds. Hey, hey, no, no. I just think the house got a nervous tick. You know, <laughs> you know hey, listen. Like I said, I think I'm just blocking it out, man. And I oh think Cy, he catches it every time. I, I can't even hear it. Just, yeah, I think he's, it just bothers him. No, you, I hate that podcast. sound. So, like, I mean, it's actually almost kind of a blessing for you that you can tune it out because I really can't. When that happens in my house, I have to change the batteries right away because I cannot stand that sound. All right, because of uh, uh, cause and effect, because I played in the stadium with high decimals, my whole entire life. The worst, I guess, one of my things from, you know, my eyes, my ears, is it gonna be my ears. I'm losing yeah. my hearing. The hearing is probably gonna be the first thing that goes. Yeah. I'll probably be the man saying, what? Like yeah. Lil John, all of my life after 60. <laughs> right? That's just, just the way it goes. It's so happening right, dude. It happens right now with me and my wife. And uh, I've gotten to the point now, I'll say something, and I know I said it clearly. But she's tuned it out and didn't hear it. And I just, for a while, I would go, I'd repeat myself once or twice. And I would get pissed off. 
So then I just, I'll just say something and she'll go, what? And I'll look at her and I'll just go, go back in your brain for a second. And then she goes back and realizes what I said. I said, so why am I wasting my time with, with repeating? It's the, it's the bane of That's our existence right do. now. That's what parents do. We repeat yeah. ourselves constantly to the point that constantly. I'm even tired of repeating myself. Like I told you, if you just follow direction, <laughs> I don't got to repeat myself. Huh? Well, out of pure, I don't know, survival, get some freaking batteries in the damn smoke. Department. I got, and that's the thing about it. Batteries is one thing I keep. I got the batteries literally right there in the drawer. What's your, who, how tall is your tallest kid? 5'10", five, 5'11", five, right that's now. That's tall enough. Put the kid on the what, chair. Put him on my shoulders to go get the, the on the chair. You hold the chair. Put the kid in the chair. Bam, bam. No, 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 no. I hate to share this secret with you, but you this one is located ceilings? very high on the vaulted ceiling. Okay. That it takes it takes a uh, carpenter's ladder to do it. One that's okay. pretty high. So I'm actually at a. I'm a prisoner of this thing. All right. <laughs> this thing hunts me in my sleep. I've never thought I would fear. A smoke detector. I have nightmares about this smoke detector. It just keep coming and it's out of my reach. You've never felt this helpless. Like I feel helpless, but I also don't feel like I need to be calling a, a, a guy, a maintenance man in here just to pay him to change the batteries. I just like, heard it for the first time. Yeah, I just heard it. Now that you talked about it, I just heard it for the first time. He's a oh. villain, man. Listen to me. I'm tormented by this guy. I, that's all I'm saying. See, I thought by now, though, this is what I truly thought. But that's how I know it must be a good smoke detector. It's been going on so long, I was like, you know what? It's going to literally just die soon. You, you know think? what I'm saying? Like, she'll be fully dead. My halfway dead. Fully dead. All right? It, it won't happen. It's it's amazing. Look, you live in a mansion, for God's sakes. There's got to be guys in the neighborhood who got tall ladders. Just walk outside one day and go, hey, man, no. want to make it 100 bucks? Boom, boom. Good no. to go. Save no. your family's life. We all care no. about the smoots. No, okay? listen, listen. It's it's terrible over here right now. You, you just don't know. It's survival of the feelings over here right now. It's oh it's, it's mental. It's mental torture. I'm fine with that. All right. So we found out that the Olympics are the worst, and Fred doesn't care about his family because um, he wants mm -hmm. them to just go ahead and burn in the fire. Uh, I don't know how that works. No, it's fun. multiple smoke detectors <laughs> in here. It's a one like they say. If you had like five kids, you definitely had at least one bad one. Well, if you got five smoke detectors, <laughs> you might just have one um, bad. Then chuck, a, chuck something at it. Just shoot at it. I don't know, but knock it off. By the way, if you've been listening uh, and you see this on social media, just send a message to Fred to get a new battery into the Hey, damn no, no. Detector. I'm going to tell you like this. Stay away from Willie the smoke detectors. They do not quick. They, they're tough. I bought it from the streets of New York. It's hard, hard the to shed it The streets of New York, where gold yes. turns to green. All right, for the Amish one, Cy Fenwick, Fred Smoot, I'm Chick Hernandez. You have been listening to That's Your Opinion, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.